0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see
3: The great Roman poet Horace once said, Carpe diem quam minimum credula postero. Which, in case you don't speak Latin means, seize the day and believe as little as possible in tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zara Hassanane and today the theme for our show is the gift of today.
4: And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top non-profit honoured by GuideStar and great Nonprofits. We just want to announce that Be The Star You Are will be participating in two great events coming up soon in September. A 10 out of 10 at Vineyard Vine on September 17th and the Pear Festival on September 24th. Thank you to all our sponsors. We've got MB Jesse Painting at MBJesse.com, spelled J-E-S-S-E-E. We've got Star Style Productions at StarStyleProductions.com, La Marinda Weekly Newspaper at LaMarindaWeekly.com, Brooks Oldbreeze at BlueOceanBob.com. And to be a sponsor, volunteer, or get more information about our events, please go to starur.org and click on Events. Also, we have just celebrated, uh, last week, I think, was our segment, or our show, that celebrated our 18th anniversary. So it was super exciting, and thank you to everyone who's made you know, BTSYA such a success, and thank you to Cynthia uh, Brian for starting this entire foundation and making it possible for us to enjoy such a great radio show and such a great program, and congratulations to everyone involved.
5: And yeah. so joining us, <laughs> yay,
4: yeah, I know right now, so exciting. <laughs> so joining us today is Joven Handel, our World Watch reporter, with his segment about the gift of today. So hi, Joven. Take
5: it away. Hi. Hey, all. Excited to be returning again to express yourself. Uh, For this gift of today edition of my segment, World Watch, the idea came to me to highlight some of the progress and breakthroughs mankind has achieved in just the past decade and a half that would have been considered almost preposterous just a few years before. It's definitely very interesting to look at all the various ingenious innovations we've developed and consider just how privileged we really are compared to future generations. Now firstly, I'd like to focus on some of the technological advances of the past 16 years, which there have certainly been an innumerable amount of. For example, We've witnessed the number of people with phones grow exponentially higher as there have been various programs by billionaires such as Bill Gates, who try to use their wealth to spread Wi-Fi and other things to um, countries and people who would not have them otherwise. And so, in regards to this, the the number of people with phones have gone exponentially higher, thanks in large part to smartphones such as the iPhone or Androids. These have revolutionized our daily lives by giving us some of the features previously that were only available on computers and putting them on our communication devices, making them more accessible to many. In turn, these devices then feature millions and millions of apps, representing a whole myriad of genres that anyone is allowed to create. Ranging from games to online shopping, business to books, streaming to photography, there's something for everyone in every different situation. If we think back to before before the 21st century, we are far from the times when everyone simply just relied on a landline where all you could do was just call one another. Other fascinating recent technology creations include Google Glass and the upcoming Oculus Rift, a wearable device that provides a virtual field of vision under a new concept of virtual reality. And although there are certainly many others I could spend all day talking about, the other main technological category... I want to talk about today involves some of the most influential websites and applications that have sprung up changing the way we go about our daily lives. For example, Skype has revolutionized the way we communicate with people by pioneering things such as face chat and affordable long-distance calls. Another brilliant website is Khan Academy, an educational site where users get to learn and practice concepts and problems on a whole variety of subjects making some students who might not have some of those subjects at their school giving them access to them anyway. One of the biggest vital trends out there, Netflix and its streaming service, is used by many of all ages. A similar tech giant is YouTube, where thousands of individuals actually make a living by uploading various types of videos. Over its lifetime, videos on the site have reached a collective number of nearly 3 trillion views. No. You did not hear that wrong. YouTube videos have gotten almost 3 trillion views altogether. I think it's definitely fair to assert that it's one of the most influential platforms out there. The 21st century has also seen the rise of social media sites. Probably the most well-known, Facebook, has over 1 billion users. Sites like these can also revolutionize the way that we go about events such as this year's United States presidential election and other social media sites such as LinkedIn actually can help advance one's career by connecting them with employers and businesses. Some of the most important other innovations recently involve electric cars. With climate change at an all-time high, it is imperative that we do all that we can to focus our efforts on more eco-friendly alternatives that won't release as many carbon emissions as um, the cars that we use now are. Two trailblazers in this industry are Nissan and their Nissan Leaf, and Tesla with their electric cars. Hopefully we will see the price price on these electric cars become more affordable to the general populace so that they can become a viable option for families worldwide. Vehicles like this would not have been possible 20 years ago because the backbones of these cars, their batteries, Would not have been nearly as advanced and equipped to handle electric cars back then. Anyway, it was fun to use this segment as a way to highlight some of my favorite breakthroughs of the twenty-first century and show us all why we should appreciate the gift of today.
3: Wow! Thank you, Yo. But that was like that gave me hope for humanity's future (laughs) through technology and all that. Um. So yeah, I think it was really cool how you talked about electric cars, how they're becoming cheaper, how you know all these technological advances are happening. At this very moment. Um, So do you think that something like an electric car could be the norm in the future? Or even, you know, I've been uh, reading about these, like, self-driving cars. Do you think that could be in the near near future, like the new norm?
5: For sure, for sure. So um, various... Uh, vehicles like this, uh, they're constantly being developed and redeveloped once, like, glitches and things have come up, because uh, this is a field that the human race has never really encountered before. And so we can expect, as the technology becomes more and more sophisticated, and uh, as climate change becomes more and more of an issue than it already is, I think we can certainly expect to see um, electric cars and things like this to become the go-to option for many people in the future.
4: Mm-hmm, definitely. And you know it's cool though that um, a lot of the things that you mentioned in your segment and when you were going through all of these technological breakthroughs are things that I, you know, I use every day. I check my Facebook every day. I go on YouTube every day. And you know, I I used an Oculus Rift and you know my friend has one. He saved up for it and he bought it a, a while back. And so oh, wow. it's just yeah, it's, oh man, it was incredible. I got a little, you know, I got a little dizzy, a little motion sick, but it was cool. <laughs> And so, you know, it's really incredible that we've already made this many breakthroughs from the beginning of the 21st century to, you know, right now. And so what do you think we can expect from the rest of the 21st century?
5: Oh, that's an interesting question. So uh, we can't necessarily, like, predict all of the things that are going to happen because obviously there will be a ton of revolutionary things that, would be unimaginable to us right now. So I'm excited to see what the future has in store for us, and can't wait till that time comes.
3: Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think um <laughs> so
4: many cool things. I'm so excited. About I know so, <laughs> so many like, cool like, oh, things. Oh man, you know that that what is the Back to the Future? There's there's one movie where they're always talking about uh, like hoverboards, like in yeah, the future. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are the hoverboards? I'm hoping to watch this. Like this century let's do it yeah right
3: and I think like because yeah like the saying used to be like oh you know that'll happen once we put like a man on the moon like oh that'll never happen but then like come like what 1960 something we put a man on the moon (laughs) so it's like kind of 1969 okay yeah so like um, I don't know. It's pretty cool how, like, we never really expect such huge leaps in innovation to happen, but they kind of just happen anyways. For sure. But um, yeah, it's, for like, sure. way like more – it's, like, way more huge than anyone would ever expect. But I think also there comes, like, a problem with that because a lot of people think that, you know – we were kind of talking about this in the last segment, too, that, oh, you know, with yeah, all this yeah. new – yeah, like, with all this new technology, like – we as humans have started to have like, you know, shorter attention spans and we're always thinking about what's going to happen next instead of kind of appreciating the here and now. So do you think that's like a pattern with our generation and is it like a valid concern and like how can we combat that?
5: Well, I do think it definitely is a valid concern. So as like, uh, for example, schools are um, allowing more and more technology into uh, their daily schedules when you see, like, computers pop up in classes and things like that. So yeah. I definitely think that will be a problem. <clears throat> and so another side product of this is that, um, I'm not completely sure how it correlates exactly, but autism mm-hmm. rates are definitely expected to rise exponentially mm-hmm. within the next few decades. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, some of the things we can do to combat this, to help combat this, is you know fund, um, help fund research to organizations working on things like this, and uh, just hope for the best.
4: Yeah, <laughs> cross our fingers. And oh, <laughs> the thing is, though, actually speaking of like charities and you know giving donations to different funds that might find cures for things. Um, what I found really nice about social media and about these new technological breakthroughs is, you do you, you guys have heard of the ALS bucket, Ice Bucket Challenge, right? Yep. Right, uh, yeah. Big one, you know, where they're supporting this, you know, they're supporting finding a cure for this disease, and they've done it through social media entirely, and it just took off, you know, we had like... All the celebrities doing it, all the big YouTubers, you know, everybody posting videos and donating 10 bucks. And it's just amazing how, you know, we were able to sponsor that with social media. Yeah,
3: I think, yeah, definitely social media has taken off and it's definitely going to be a part of our lives for a while now. Well, thank you, Jovan, for uh, Joven for that awesome discussion. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but it was wonderful to discuss the power of the present with you and of technology. <laughs> During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are 501 C3 Literacy and Positive Me- Media Charity. I'm Zara Hassanin.
4: And I'm Brigitte Gia. Support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestaryouare.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue to talk about the gift of today.
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Where teens talk and the world listens.
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
4: Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. This week's topic is the gift of today.
3: And I'm Zara Hassanein. Joining us today is star guest Mike McCoy. Mike is a native of Erie, Pennsylvania, and he graduated from the University of Notre Dame with a BA in economics. He played football at Notre Dame and was a consensus All-American. He's also the sixth in the, He was also the sixth in the Heisman Trophy balloting his senior year and the number one draft choice of the Green Bay Packers, where he played defensive tackle. He played 11 years in the NFL, seven with Green Bay, two with the Oakland Raiders, and two with the New York Giants. But nowadays Mike McCoy is the president of Mike Ministries, Mike's Ministries, which tries to empower youth and help them develop a larger vision for their futures.
4: So Mike delivers a faith-based message of hope and encouragement to students in Catholic schools that helps them make good decisions, overcome challenges, and deal with peer pressure to develop the self-confidence to achieve true success. He believes that every single student in America is at risk, regardless of their race, creed, or economic status. And so whether they're attending a public school, private school, Christian school, or a Catholic school, they are all at risk. Mike is standing against the influences that are undermining the future of so many. So with that, let's welcome Mike on Express Yourself. Hi, Mike.
6: Hi, Bridget. Hi, Sarah. Good to be with you.
4: Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, your message is absolutely incredible, and I find it really inspiring. So let's go ahead and start off with some of our first questions. Sure. And so, yeah, the first question will be, our, so our theme for today's show, this week's show, is the gift of today. And as the founder of such an amazing organization, what are some everyday things that you do to help kids establish themselves in this, this modern world?
6: Well, you know, it's Mike McCoy Ministries Incorporated, and I'm actually mm-hmm. in Detroit right now. I'm going to speak to about 1,000 students tomorrow morning. And so the, the, the summary of my talk is based upon the three Ds. Decisions determine our destiny. The mm-hmm. choices that you and I make today, the things we put into our mind, we put into our heart, the people we allowed to influence us and the culture we allowed to influence us will determine who and what we come in a very short period of time. <clears throat> you know, nothing we can do about yesterday. We all make mistakes and look back at my life and wish I could have done some different things. But uh, if you do, if you look back, you can't see forward. And the only way you see forward is you look at today because mm-hmm. today we come tomorrow very quickly. I just celebrated my 68th birthday yesterday, which is hard yeah. to believe. Mm-hmm.
4: Definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that message yeah. it's it's funny today actually I was in I was in my English honors class because I'm a high school in California. <laughs> Do all of these uh, different like honors classes. Also, happy birthday by the way. <laughs> well, you. You've got so so much wisdom. I feel like uh, my fifth grade teacher once told me, I'm not I'm not old, I'm wise. And so that's definitely that's right. you definitely got so much knowledge. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, and I think it's pretty remarkable that, you know, in your life you've gone from playing in the NFL to you know starting up Mike's Ministries, and that's a pretty big shift. And so you know we know that you built up an amazing career in the NFL, and um, a lot of what you talk about is risk. And I feel like the NFL must be pretty risky business because you know you risk so much for your team, you risk yourself for the sport. Um, and you know um, there, and but you also had a lot of success with the NFL. So what has that success taught you about connecting with others and helping today's youth and having faith in their futures?
6: Well, I look at my uh, playing days in the National Football League as a platform and also the platform I had at the University of Notre Dame to do what I've done full-time since 1986. I've done a lot of prison work, juvenile detention centers, public and private schools. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's all faith-based, faith, uh, encouragement, and hope. And uh, those are the three stones that I work with, giving people hope that, hey, there is hope for tomorrow, giving them encouragement Mm -hmm. to press on because I've gone through some tough times. And of course, having that faith in God and and knowing that he does work in our lives, and, uh, and and do that through my faith. So those are kind of the key things that I try to talk about. And, you know, so what is success? I mean, mm-hmm. is it playing in a National Football League? You know, success is more than just that. It's being right. uh, satisfied mm-hmm. with who you are, knowing that God has a plan for your life, knowing that he mm-hmm. made you, and that you are special, and you are special to, to him and taking that and utilizing that in a very positive way, and that's success. You know, faith, family, and friends, that's another three things I talk about, our faith, our family, and our friends. And you take those and you build upon those, and an understanding that the choices we do make today will determine who it will become. And I know in our today's culture, friends is a big thing. Uh, Years ago, Mm -hmm. it used to be faith, family, and friends. And today, it's friends, 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 and maybe family. And if faith is Mm -hmm. there, it's kind of irrelevant, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. in our society today. So the culture is just kind of overwhelming us. So we've got to step back and say, okay, Mm -hmm. what is happening in our lives? How do we make these choices? And Mm -hmm. step back and say, boy, if I make that choice, who's it going to impact? How's it going to impact me? How's it going to impact my friends? You know, we just had four students at the University of Notre Dame make some bad choices. And it cost mm-hmm. him. One of them. One of one of them has felony counts on him, and one of them cost uh, him a starting position in the game. And and they the Texas uh, team picked on that cornerback who wasn't there, and uh, the young man who came in was a freshman. And they, they really they really did a number on him. But uh, that's that's the consequence of that choice. You know, he thinks it, it was only him, but it it spread out to a lot of other people. So it's sitting back, realizing, reflect and react versus re- versus re- react and reject. So we need to reflect mm-hmm. on our choices before we reject something. React and reject versus reflect and respond. So when we reflect, we can respond. And we try to, I think we make choices very quickly in today's society because we are a very quick society. It's texting, it's this, it's instant right. that. And it's small, small things in the advertising. And understanding that the advertising does influence our, our, our culture today. And so when we... React and reject to something; it usually ends up in a bad situation. Where we reflect and respond to something. Step back, take that deep breath, count to ten. How is this going to impact me? How is this anger? How is this relationship going to impact me? And it really helps with that understanding the three Ds. Decisions determine our destiny.
4: Mm-hmm, definitely. And like, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's also it's great that you brought up like you know friends, family, and faith. And really, I think we're definitely kind of forgetting that in today's society with so much technology going on. And like, I really feel like today's youth is more focused on success materialistically. Like, you know, you have your or personally for me and a lot of my friends, I have my family going, you know, you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, you want to earn a ton of money, you know? you got to be successful this way. But then you forget about, you know, your values and what really makes you happy. And I think that's really essential to having true success in life. And definitely what you said about like this fast society of just, Getting something and then reacting to it immediately without going back over, you know, what's actually truly going on, is definitely what's you know what's happening in today's society, and we do need to counteract that. And so that kind of leads into uh, the next question. So. Today's youth actually faces like you know they face struggles that no other generation has really gone through with like societal pressures and then you've got new technological advances that were mentioned and then a lot of this has actually contributed to like bullying and other atrocities. So what is some advice that you have for teens who actually want to overcome like obstacles like bullying or all of these horrible things that are happening today?
6: Well, you know I was picked on when I was in grade school. When I was in fifth grade, I was five foot mm-hmm. five, one hundred and eighty pounds. Think about that. And my favorite food was Twinkies and milkshakes. <laughs> so uh, so I, was, I was the fat kid, you know, and I was picked on a lot. And uh, through the encouragement of my mother and my teachers and the nuns and priests at my school, you know, gave me that encouragement. And then sports came part of my life in eighth and ninth grade. So sports really helped me overcome those things. It may be music. It may be art. It may be journalism. Whatever that gift that God has given you, Look at that gift and and go for it, and and really be excellent in that area. And so when you start to start to look at your gifts and you start to be excellent in an area, you're going to get that confidence. You're going to get that self-confidence. And it doesn't have to be sports. It could be a lot of these other things. You know, I like the, I like the great story of the of the uh, girl from uh, homeless to Harvard, who was a who was a kid who was on the streets. And Elizabeth Murray, what a great story! And she went from homeless. Mm-hmm. They went to Harvard and graduated as a homeless kid from Harvard University. So there's a lot of great stories out there like that. And um, so I just want to encourage everybody to know what your gifts are, identify those gifts, and whatever it's music or art or whatever it may be, start to be excellent in those. And I also think physical exercise is lacking in our society today. We don't have gymming. Mm. I mean, you know, I couldn't even do the, the hubble horse and I couldn't climb up a rope, but I could run. And when we start to exercise, that releases those good endorphins and yeah. it helps positive self-image so I think some form of exercise has got to be part of, of everyday life in young people because how do you get rid of the stress you can't do it on an app, you can't do it on an iPhone you can't do it right. on a computer your body isn't, isn't geared, geared for stress for 10 hours a day and so if you could get some form of exercise or walk on the beach or run up and down some stairs start doing sit-ups, whatever That really that really releases that stress and you get the good hormones flowing again
4: yeah, I, you know, yeah. it's funny because I, I actually, I really relate to that. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm young and I haven't accomplished much, but like, I, I when I was in eighth grade, I, I was I was super upset because I've always been a little bit on the chubby side, or so my parents are very, they they very, they, how do you say, they don't like that I'm super chubby, so I've gotten like, heat about that, right? And so what I, in eighth grade, I wasn't very active. I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of studying. And then... I, in ninth grade, I played, I did track and that really ah. helped me, you know, endorphins and I got more happy. I yep. took a better aspect on my life. So I really, I really definitely agree with that viewpoint where we do need physical exercise Absolutely. to, you know, keep our spirits up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. And I think with both of you, you know, a common theme here is that you guys both took the initiative and in face of, you know, <laughs> teasing or in face of like your parents being whatever, like disappointed in what you were doing or you just being like kind of sad and not having a lot of like stress relievers in your life. You guys both took the initiative, I I feel like, and that's really important with the gift of today and with, you know, just life in general that, because you know, no matter how hard things Mm -hmm. get, it's really up to you in the end, um, you know, like how much you take the initiative. So, you know, it might seem like a good idea to kind Mm -hmm. of defer everything until tomorrow and kind of give up on the seemingly hopeless situation you're in today. but, you know, once you take that initiative, it actually does help a lot. So, Mike, do you have any instance of um, when you took the initiative and it kind of produced great results for you?
6: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I was in uh, sixth, seventh grade and, and I was mm-hmm. playing a little baseball. I couldn't play football because they had a weight limit back in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh. <laughs> and uh, so I started playing a little bit of baseball. I had some success with that. Then basketball really helped me and uh, helped my coordination and helped me uh, – you know, lose yeah. some of that weight because and, and then I got taller, you know, I was like 6'2 mm-hmm. when I was in 8th grade. And um, so that, that really helped me. And that and that sports motivated me not only physically but emotionally, but also it motivated uh-huh. me academically because I had a coach named Tony Zabrowski who... Uh, was my coach at Cathedral Prep High School. And he really became a mentor for me because my dad was pretty much absent, unfortunately. And oh. uh, he helped me uh, see a vision for my future. And he says, where do you want to go to school? I said, I am in school. I'm mm-hmm. at prep. He goes, no, college. I said, college? You know, nobody in my mm-hmm. family went to college. Yeah. My sister did, but that was about it. And uh-huh. was, I wasn't even thinking that, and here I am a junior at a at a prep school, and I'm, I'm really not thinking about what school I want to go to. And oh, so he right. started he started planting those seeds, you know, very very uh-huh. early, you know. And uh, wrestling also helped me a lot. And
4: uh, exactly.
6: so when you and start so, to get success in one area, it just kind of overflows to the other areas.
4: Yeah, yeah, and sports is very very important in this aspect, you know, we gotta have physical exercise. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for this amazing, incredible conversation. It was super inspiring. And so for more information about Mike and his incredible work, visit Mike's site at mccoy77.com, that's mccoy 7 77com So during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more.
3: Also, please be sure to visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here because in the next segment we're back with Mike McCoy.
0: Kids safe, mother approved, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
4: our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of today. I'm Brigitte Gia.
3: And I'm Zara Hassanin. For this segment, our uh, star is Mike McCoy. Um, From the last segment, Mike has received many awards, including the Packers Rookie of the Year, Packers Dodge NFL Man of the Year, Notre Dame Pro Player of the Year, and induction into the Erie, Pennsylvania Pro Hall of Fame, Cathedral Prep Hall of Fame, and the Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame. Mike is also the recipient of the Harvey Foster Humanitarian Award by the University of Notre Dame Alumni Association. He was also awarded the Bronchi Nagurski Legends Award, which recognizes the best of the best of defensive football players in the last 40 years years.
4: Mike served on the board of directors of YMCA Camp High Harbor, Camp Hope in Georgia, Pro Athletes Outreach, and Wisconsin Special Olympics. So Mike is president of Mike McCoy Ministries, which we talked quite a bit about in the last segment, and he speaks primarily in Catholic schools across America and abroad. He has also been a speaker for the National Catholic Educators Convention, Catholic Men's Rallies, Bill Glass Ministries in Prisons, and Two Parents and Coaches through the Notre Dame Play Like a Champion program. So Mike McCoy Ministries has intervened to help prevent suicides, fight addictions, and to inform students that help is available to assist them in making better decisions. And so with that, let's welcome Mike back onto the show. Hi, Mike.
6: Hi, Bridget. Hi, Sarah.
4: Yeah. It's, it's great to have you back. And again, last segment, we did get to a lot of interesting topics about what's happening today with today's you know kids and the youth of today, and you know how we can boost their futures and help them be happy and successful. And so the gift of today is all about, you know, taking the initiative and what's, you know, what important values that teens should actually like keep in mind when living, you know, their life and living, living their lives and kind of building up their future. So what is an important value that teens should really keep in mind when, you know, going about building their futures and becoming successful?
6: Well, I think we kind of touched on the last segment, of course, is the, the basis of mm-hmm. the, the 3D's decision to so, determine our did, destiny. Yeah, yeah. But i uh, but I'm looking at some notes that I've taken, and I get uh, feedback from students as I speak at Catholic schools. Uh, students at Catholic schools the past four years, and and I, and I tell you this one I think is really big for everybody. And let me let me read what this one student said because one of the questions I ask is, you know, what is one barrier? What is one thing holding you back from being right. the person you want to be? What is that? What what is that one thing? And this student read this: I realize I'm wearing a mask. On the mm-hmm. outside, I'm a happily bubbly person, but on the inside, the negativity is eating away at me praying and going to church is helping, but it's still there. Wow. We could, we could probably speak about an hour just on that one. Mm-hmm. Club
3: and, oh, definitely. yeah. And
6: you know, yeah. with this mask that we wear and, and on the outside, we try to please people and, you know, I'm a people pleaser. And and sometimes that's good, but sometimes it's not because then I had my, I hide my own emotions. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we got to get this mask off and say, hey, what's really going on inside? And I think young people, in order to be successful, have got to be truthful to themselves and define their friends. Because, you know, what is the definition of a friend in your mind, Bridget?
4: It's, you know, the people that I can really peel off my mask to, actually. I definitely right. relate a lot to what you're saying. And, yeah, yeah. I think. Friends, really, you can just
6: be yourself with. Yeah, a friend is somebody who knows everything about you but still likes you.
4: Right. (laughs) Exactly.
6: (laughs) And a friend is somebody who says nice things about you behind your back. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, I see a lot of drama. I see a lot of drama in junior high and high schools. And mm-hmm. even in the public schools I went to years ago, but even in the Catholic schools I go to today, and it's always that drama. And so we got to get, we got to start getting real and we got to get to get with people's emotions and, and feelings and, you know, guys, especially that we, we've been taught as men that, Hey, you know, we're tough and we got this exterior uh, yeah, you know, boy's and, you know, cry. yeah, I gotta, I gotta stand up and be the tough guy. Well, that doesn't work anymore in our culture because it's so overwhelming. Of course,
3: yeah. And,
6: yeah. Uh, we got to have mentors in our life. we got to have people we can trust older adults that we can trust and say, hey, you know, I'm kind of feeling this way. And I think as adults, you know, we we, we don't reject people. We, we we need to listen to them and say, okay, you're really, especially as parents, I think as parents get so busy in today's culture, making a living, trying to keep their head above waters, that mm-hmm. they're, they're just running around like crazy and we have so much busyness in our life, we don't hear each other. So the students are saying, right. well, you know, I'm going to put this mask on and I'm going to get out of here as soon as I can. and and move on so to me that that was a really really big one and i have another one that i think is really big the need to be liked compromising my integrity to become liked oh Uh, yeah yeah oh wow (laughs) that's huge that is huge
4: oh man we talk about it huge like i take a lot of ap's and so we talk about it where you know you have to be a certain person and i have to hide your true self and like I feel like everybody to an extent especially social media has really forwarded that. And it's just you know you can't be yourself anymore on social media. You can't type in I'm having a horrible day because then right. people might be like, "Oh, she's upset, she's moody, she's not not really, you know, happy or friendly, and so we don't like her anymore." And you right. really do have to compromise your identity to become right. likable in society. Right. Yeah, I totally agree and I think that really there is a lot of
3: You know, we don't really prioritize truth anymore in our society, I feel like. And that's um, a lot of the time, you know, social media kind of promotes that as well, as Bridget said, whether it's like, you know, that you can't really express your true emotions on social media or that you have to kind of um, put on these like fake emotions. Like, you know, people go on Twitter and let's say like, all these things that they don't actually mean, but, like, they're just trying to be funny, and it's like a mask, It like, you know, it's like, yeah. a, you have that well, so, virtual social, mask, and you social
6: media. That. Social media is a mask.
3: Of course, yeah, yeah. and I think, um, and it really kind of, you know, a lot of people in our generation, and maybe, you know, in other generations as well, don't really know how to have, like, a really personal relationship with people because it's so easy to kind of have a um, quick, fast relationship with people on social media that when it comes to person-in-person relationships, um, they're not really good at that. But I like what, you know, you do with, you know, helping kids out when they're young um, and kind of making them address their problems when they're young. And it seems like you have really meaningful relationships with, like, a lot of the students that you mentor. So what do you think, you know, makes for that successful mentor-to-child relationship?
6: Well, for me, you know, it's a 45-minute assembly, so I'm not in front of these students very often or, or for a long, long length of time. And I think it's just a reality. It's that, hey, you know, I've screwed up. I've come from a tough family, you know, live with my grandparents, overcome a lot of obstacles. Faith has helped me. My, my, immediate, my, my, my family has helped me in other different ways, and my friends. And I had great mm-hmm. friends growing up in high school. You know, I've got another comment from a, from a young lady. She says this, I can't, I can't say that I have any barriers because I made the decision, my freshman year, to not give others the power to influence me.
5: Mm-hmm. I've seen
6: marijuana destroy and change many of my friends and family, and I promised myself to never do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So mm-hmm. she made an active emotional decision to not have other people influence her in a negative way because she sees everything that's going around her and she's made that very powerful statement. So I think basically what I, you know, I think it's a God thing in my, in my, in my assemblies too. It's just the power mm. of God working there.
5: Mm. And
6: uh, because they're not going to open up. I have had so many students tell me, hey, we're not going to speak to a counselor in our school, you know, because they're there every yeah. day, you know, we don't right, want to right. you know that, you know, we're hurting and we got problems at home or whatever. Mm. And I understand that because, you know, that's somebody you see every day. And, uh, you know, and so when I come in there, I'm a person that they kind of trust a little bit maybe it's because of my gray hair now i don't know but uh, (laughs) they they put these things down and then we network back with them through the school counseling system and uh, many many students have said hey i don't feel good about myself and uh, i've been thinking about suicide and you know, my friends have told me to do this and I'm doing it because I want my friends. So it's getting back to that basic thing we talked about, decisions determine our destiny. Who is, Who are you influencing? The four R's, react and reject versus reflect and respond. You know, right. we need to reflect and respond a lot more in our lives and, mm-hmm. and take some time away and get into a book and read some positive things because there's so much negativity coming through our media today. And we and, and I get caught up in it, too, as an adult. And I've got to step back and say, okay, what am I allowing to come into this brain on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis? And, uh, for me, it's, you know, reading God's word. It's reason the Pro- book of Proverbs, a powerful thing in my life and mm-hmm. the book of Psalms. It's, uh, just an amazing thing that, uh, that has helped me through the highs and lows of life.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You can go. Oh, for oh yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, um, I think that's really important to kind of filter what you respond to, what you let into your mind as well, because, you know, um, it's really easy to lose your individuality and it's really easy to kind of compromise your thoughts, compromise your values and stuff like that. But when you have like kind of an anchor, like, you know, for you, it might be the book of Proverbs for other people. It's really, you kind of have to have faith in something, whether it's yourself or whether, you know, whatever it is, I think it's really important to just have that anchor always.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, You know, that's the whole message of what you're doing, Mike. Definitely, I find it so inspiring where, you know, you have to have faith in yourself, in your family, in your friends, in, you know, the decisions you make. And you have to look over the decisions you make to make sure that you can put faith in them, right? And, you know, I feel it's just really inspiring, like, where you get your power from. I did visit your website, actually, earlier today, and I checked out, you know... The book of Proverbs, the Proverb Club that you put up and I thought yes. that was just wonderful, yeah. And so thank you so much Mike for thank this you. great conversation. It was very inspiring. And thank you, you know, you know very I'm definitely gonna take a lot of it. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank so you guys audience to learn more about Mike and his wonderful message check out the club uh, the Proverb club it's amazing visit his website at McCoy 77.com and during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for the be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara
3: Hassanain. Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information on our show. When we come back, we'll continue our inspiring conversation on the gift of today.
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, and I'm Zara Hassanay.
4: I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, the theme for our show is uh, the gift of today. And so joining us today is our wonderful reporter, Katie Chu, with her segment, Aim to Shoot.
7: Hi, Katie. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie, the reporter for Aim to Shoot, which is all about careers. Now, generally, I choose one career to talk about and give you a detailed description of that career including salary, job outlook, benefits, cons, pros. But today, since the theme is Gipta Today, I'm going to provide a little advice that other people have given me about taking advantage of the gifts of today when it comes to career. All of us have heard that story from our parents, or that complaint, I guess, from our grandparents and older acquaintances about how much easier our lives are in today's world. And being natural human beings, we can't really help but think that our lives are just as hard when you think about the competition and stress. But what we can't argue is that it's a fact that we do have many more opportunities and many more careers to choose from. Women most definitely have more opportunities now than they did a century ago. And several fields and careers, such as computer science, have never been as large and extensive as they are now. And the number of jobs isn't just increasing every decade or so, but it's constantly on the rise, each month, each week, each day. According to the current employment statistics survey summary conducted by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics in just a couple months ago, July, non-farm payroll employment increased by 255,000 jobs, professional and business services added 70,000 jobs, Healthcare employment rose by 43,000, and ambulatory healthcare services added 19,000 jobs just in July. These services have increased by tens of thousands of jobs, and for us, that basically means tens of thousands of more opportunities. Sure, I guess you can say that robots and technology are replacing jobs, and while I definitely agree that technological advances have allowed certain processes to become online or on electronics, I wouldn't quite say that we're right there at the point where our jobs are being threatened by robots. So I've talked about how job opportunities have increased in quantity, like those numbers I just um, described, but they've also increased in diversity. Sure, we all know about doctors, lawyers, computer analysts, chemists, and teachers. And when someone asks us about our career plans, most of us like to keep it simple, you know, choose an answer from that list. And we definitely. Everyone knows that list because those are the jobs that's been with us for forever, basically. And maybe for those ambitious and eccentric individuals who have their eyes set on a bit um, more larger or more specific fields, maybe astronaut or marine biologist might, might be your answer. But what about court stenographer, industrial design, audiologist, hospital technology repair, internal auditing? There are a lot of careers and fields that exist today and have branched off from those original main areas of study and profession that have always been with us and that we don't really think about as much. Actually, while we're on the topic, I think I might tell you a bit about some of those careers and fields in particular. Without a doubt, careers relating to computer science or computer systems analysis are popular today and will continue to be in decades to come. In fact, a couple days ago, my English teacher was talking to the class, and he had us raise our hands, um, whoever had, whoever's parents were in the computer systems field or something related to that. And nearly 70% of the kids raised their hands. And our teacher wasn't surprised. He said that's exactly what, it's, what he expected and what he saw in other classes as well. This basically shows that computer science is a very popular, common, and important job today. Since we already know that, Let's discuss some other careers. So, say you want to go toward a biological or medical field. Considering the trends in today's world, according to the US Department of Labor Statistics, job outlooks to 2022 for biomedical engineers, diagnostic medical sonographers, and physician assistants are all over 25%. In fact, For one of them, diagnostic medical sonographers, the job outlook to 2022 is as high as 46%. That's a lot higher than um, the job outlook for thousands of other jobs out there. Researchers and scientists are currently building new medical technology and new cures on a daily basis, saving more and more lives. And this basically means that more and more people of today will need medical assistance in the future, thus explaining the need for careers in the medical field in the future. Say instead you want to go toward a psychological field. Today that's entirely possible and certainly not uncommon. A century ago, clinical psychology was a small field with very few applications. But psychology has expanded into a much larger field of research and has become a much more extensive career now. And many people are also interested in engineering. Like I mentioned before, biomedical engineering is certainly in demand today and will continue to be. But in addition to biomedical engineering, civil engineering is also a career with a high positive job outlook. Why? Well, with the constant population growth and the current emphasis on infrastructure and security, more civil engineers will be needed to design and construct safe and higher capacity transportation, water supply, pollution control systems, and large buildings and complexes. They'll also be needed to repair and replace existing roads, bridges, and other public structures. So, civil engineering, as far as I know, won't go away for a long time. So, what is the gift of today when it comes to careers? Well, one would be that everything is constantly growing. The population, scientific fields, technological advances, complex systems and programs. And that basically means for us, for the current generations, that there will be and continue to be in the near future many different careers to consider and many different opportunities in each of those career fields. Furthermore, career fields don't have that distinct boundaries um, as they once did. They blend together and some even combine. I remember a couple years ago, I was trying to decide whether I liked biology more or chemistry more. I was in eighth grade and I thought that at that time I had to choose my career right away. And when I was in this conflict trying to decide between the two, my dad suddenly came to me and he said, they're not exactly too separated anymore. There's something called biochemistry and I can do that. And I remember after that thinking, now that I think about it, not a lot of fields are so distinctly separated anymore and a lot of them combine. Currently, I'm taking a psychology class and I was surprised to see that a lot of other students in my grade were also taking the class. The reason is that psychology can be applied to a variety of careers. Even if you're going to be a business major, a background in psychology can be beneficial. In fact, one of the professional fields in psychology is industrial and organizational psychology, which applies to businesses and organizations. So, like I said before, every field sort of helps each other and they don't, aren't so separated anymore. You can take multiple different classes, earn degrees in different fields, and still find a career that suits exactly what you like. And you can have interests in many different careers and find one in that gray area between them. So to help us choose our careers and paths, there are many programs that provide information, advice, and other ideas. I know for a fact that several high schools, including my own, encourage their students to take a look at Naviance, which is an American college and career readiness software provider that partners with high schools and other institutions to help students with college planning and career assessment tools. Of course, Naviance isn't the only career or software that helps students find their careers, and there are lots more if you just search career help or career guidance online. And you can always talk to counselors at or outside of school. Now, someone might just say that New jobs are basically replacing old jobs, and I think I might respond, not completely. Although computer software isn't exactly my area of expertise, my mom recently told me about someone in our neighborhood who specializes in a certain type of coding analysis. Now, this type of coding is old-fashioned and traditional, so it isn't used much anymore, but... Because not many people specialize in this type of coding anymore, the individual from my neighborhood is in high demand among several large companies. So is this type of coding rare? Yes, but it has it disappeared completely from the career fields? Not really. In fact, it's helped the individual from my neighborhood become extremely successful. So this brings me to my next point. Yes, even today, connections, legacies, backgrounds, still important, but the lack of these things don't really take away your opportunity to be successful. According to all the successful men and women around me, the most important step to becoming successful in today's world is developing a specific skill set that suits you. Now this is always applied to society. Prodigies have specific skill sets and they're successful. of course. But in the modern world, there are hundreds of different classes, different fields, different degrees, different colleges, which means that you don't have to be a prodigy to have a specific skill set. You can develop your own specific set skills. And because there's such a wide variety of careers and job positions in today's world, there's at least one job out there that will match your skill set and your personality and the unique way you've developed yourself. So I'm basically saying that You shouldn't have to limit yourself when it comes to careers because one of the gifts of today is that you don't have to.
4: Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, this whole, I I really liked your whole segment about just, you know, the different types of, careers that you can really go towards these days and I definitely do agree with you that there is a lot of pressure on the individual in today's society, especially young people who really have to go over what they're going to do and sometimes like my dad is both a civil engineer and a computer scientist, you know, in his day <laughs> and so he's, you know, he's like, hey, you got to go into STEM or and my mom's like, you got to be a lawyer or a doctor but like right. the reality is there, you know, there are these so many different career choices that, you know, can earn as much money as a lot of these careers and also can make you happy if you go, if you do them or if you get yourself involved with them, you know, make them your lifetime career. And I think your point about, you know, finding your own specific skill set and really just discovering what you love is definitely key to finding your path in life. And it's great that you were able to bring up, you know, all these different types of careers that you can go into to really give, you know, our listeners kind of a scope of, where they can go and so I think that's brilliant
7: (laughs) thank you yeah Yeah. definitely the relationships between businesses and all kinds of groups and different careers they're really complex these days and there are a lot of jobs in between that that help um, those relationships and those problems but a lot of people don't know that yet and Mm -hmm. It's not really known to think about them, but there are a lot of them out there that don't have to necessarily fall into that specific field that people think about. You know, stats, like you mentioned, lawyer, doctor. Mm -hmm.
4: Exactly. And so, you know, thank you so much, Katie, for this awesome segment. And really, the amount of research that you've done is brilliant. And, you know, sadly, we don't have any more time. um, But, you know, you're always welcome to come on the show again and discuss all of these great opportunities. And so thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Aaron. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, embrace the present, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself.
1: between the lines If you would let yourself go Find someplace you know
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring